What's up, guys? Welcome back to Good Answer. Best advice since the fortune cookie. It's been a while here uh, from us here at Good Answer. It's been about two weeks now, but we have a very valid excuse. Do you want to tell the fans what happened, Duke? Yeah, uh, I am Dr. Duke. Yep, he is a medical doctor. Our very own Duke has officially made it. And now he is thoroughly qualified to answer all of your love, Tinder, relationship questions, and also any medically related questions, too. Yeah, I can fix your heart from heartbreak and maybe (laughs) answer questions about heart disease. Yeah, exactly. From emotional, physical, he's, he's got it all down. But... Anyways, for those of you tuning in now, uh, what do we do here at Good Answer? We take in all of your questions from our various social media sites, all at Ask Good Answer, and also on our email, askgoodanswer at gmail.com, and we give it our best effort to give you know good advice, whatever, um, whatever you need. We got it. We got it here at Good Answer. Um, so I would like to also add one thing today. We have something special for this episode. We are going to have a giveaway from one of America's most beloved stores. Uh, Stay tuned to find out which store it is exactly. Um, So there are two ways to enter. First, we're going to have a secret code word that you can DM us or email us on any of our, uh, our, our email or our social media. And also, you can ask us a question on either our email or social media. So there are two ways to enter, and any individual can have two entries. So that being said, uh, stay tuned for that secret code word, and please, please do send us in your questions. All right, with that, we're going to go ahead and get started with our first question of the day. Our first question comes from a guy. Uh, Duke, do you have a name for our male asker here? Mel Asker will be named Christian. Christian. All right. Christian asks, what's a fast way to make money at a young age? I feel like it's very hard for someone my age to make money for just everyday things. Do you have any advice for uh, Christian here? So I think that, you know, Christian's probably, you know, right at working age where he's working for minimum wage jobs or maybe a little bit beforehand because, mm-hmm. um, I mean... I guess the market is limited at that point in time. Yeah, uh, child labor laws. Uh, yeah, that's screwing <laughs> over, bring, man. Bring, bring down the federal government. This is why <laughs> we don't need them. So um, I think there's, uh, you know, your typical things. Like um, you, I think most things that you do um, at the age, I guess, before you start working is um, – like going door to door and doing like labor of sorts, washing cars, um, doing lawn care stuff. Um, I didn't do any of that personally, um, just because I lived in Texas and it's right around summertime, so you have nothing to do, no school. But it's so hot outside, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like I'm sweating anytime I walk out the door. Um, but I think that um, if you are working, I think you know actually being a waiter is probably one of the best options, especially if you are good at it and you can get good tips. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you are over the age of 16, 16 is the working age. Is, is that? I believe so. I believe so. Okay. That was a little, little while ago. <laughs> exactly. It's, it's been a while. Um, okay. So assuming that you're 16, 
definitely serving is your best option for fast money, especially at most restaurants, how they pay you out right away. And if they don't, you get to keep any cash tips that you get. Um, and I mean, the amount that you get is very dependent on the busyness of the restaurant that you choose to work at. Obviously, if this is your first serving job, uh, you're not going to go work at some like bougie you know, Michelin star restaurant at first, but either way, you can find, if you find, can find a busy restaurant to work at, you're going to be able to make money pretty quickly. Um, yeah. Given that you were under the age of 16, you know, I'm in the same shoes as Duke here, you know, I wasn't outside sweating it, like, in 500 degree weather here in Texas. Um, but, you know, the typical ways that someone your age, someone that's under the age of 16 can make money is, you know your, like, lemonade stand or washing cars for your neighbor and mowing their lawn. Um, So let's just say um, you have one innovative idea that maybe Christian hasn't thought about. Mm -hmm. Like, one cool thing, um, quick way to make money. What do you think? What what are you going to tell him? Uh, Is it, like prohibitive age like is it yeah let's just say that he's he's not of working age so he needs to make money Mm -hmm. some other way okay um i mean i've watched a lot of shark tank lately and i (laughs) i've seen some seen some excellent talent from 14 year olds but unless you got the business mind to you know start selling your own dog cookie business or something like that i think probably the like the easiest and fastest way to probably sell money is, I mean, I, I don't have experience with it, but I would probably go with the lemonade stand because once again, I wouldn't want to be spending uh, my days out in the heat, but uh, do it, doing that could probably make you some quick money. Um, and definitely, I think it's very dependent on how cute your face is too, because uh, if you're, if you're a cute kid, then adults will probably, you know, feel pity upon you. And what, what about you? What, what would be your, your big idea? I would um, honestly think that, um, you know, buying things and then turning it over for a, a better price oh, yeah, uh, no. for you. Yeah, yeah. So, like, you know, uh, you, you need to start with some capital. So, say you have $30, what are you going to go do? I'm going to go to Costco with my mom and then buy a box of candy bars, right? And then you can just go door to door and sell that. I don't know. I mean, I think that you could quickly, like, you could easily double the profit of that if you deliver a candy bar to somebody's house. And somebody will also feel bad for you. But after you sell a full box of candy bars, your your bank, or what you come in with, is 50% to 100% greater than yeah. what it was. And then you can no. go on from there. And then you can go on to... We have a cousin that sells shoes, you know? Yeah. Like, um, so, yeah, it's about opportunity cost. So, you know, yeah. once you sell enough candy bars, maybe you'll get to that point to the more high-dollar items. Yeah, but you just got to start off small, and then um, I think it's a convenient service that you can provide to other people. It's nice, it's easy, and, I mean, there's no expiration date, right? Yeah. Um, I actually, I, I did not think about that, but... Now that you bring it up, it's actually a very good idea. Um, and then my suggestion, if you're going to go that route of trying to flip something, um, try to have, like, a good story. Because, you know, I feel like old people and if will probably listen if you're like, oh, I'm saving up. I have one up. testicle. 
<laughs> I I have found out that I'm infertile at age 15. <laughs> Infertility is not funny. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very serious issue. But if you're just like, oh, I'm saving up for my first car or something like that. So it doesn't have to be like, oh, like... I, I've contracted HIV from a dirty needle or something like that. But if, if you're... Something <laughs> that simple, that something that would occurrence. provide a minor yeah. amount of pity for you. Yeah, yeah. but if you're, if you're just like, oh, I'm saving up for my first car or something else that, you know, teenagers uh, ha- want by necessity, then I'm sure that uh, you, you'll be able to get some pity there. Yeah. All right. Well, let's go ahead and move on to the next question. All right. Um, our next question is from a female. Uh, do you have a name for her? Uh, let's go with, um, Christina. 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 Just switching up a couple letters there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just realized that. <laughs> Christian, Christina, just keep the, keep it going. Yeah. Okay, I don't know how far I can go with that. Uh, Christina, um, this is kind of like a fan question, I guess, but what are your biggest fears? Mm. I, th- I think this is the, the first time that we're just asked, like, straight up a personal question. Yeah, questions about uh, us. Yeah. But biggest fears. All right. Biggest fear number one, and I've mentioned this before, dying alone. I, I would would rather not, uh, like, be on my deathbed and no one shows up. Or, like, I know I won't be able to know this, but if, like, no one wanted to show up to my funeral, that would... Bro, I've already told you. I yeah. get you, man. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's not going to happen that way. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I want... Before I see the light, I want to see your face, Duke. That That is for sure. I, I want to <laughs> see, you know, Jesus' hand reaching out, and then you, like, smacking his hand away. And then my uh, hand reaching out. <laughs> <laughs> no, Jesus. Not yet. <laughs> That's exactly what I want to see. Um... And then I guess my second biggest fear is, um, actually, it's probably tied for first. It's just, like, not being successful. That That is probably one of my biggest fears. Like, um, I mean, with you, you've, uh, you've, you're pretty much there. So that uh, obviously... I like, I mean, by title. But, you know, successful, mm. success is measured in lots of different places. Like, yeah. obviously, profession is a realm that we want to be successful but what about like starting a family mm-hmm. um success with you know friends and your goals like yeah. mine are like traveling and seeing the world and stuff like that yeah i i yeah you're right i guess my, the ultimate measure of success is like how successful are your children how successful are their grandchildren um but i guess i guess a big fear of mine is uh not being successful in my career, uh, I haven't thought put too much thought about my future family. Obviously, I want like my, my kids to be have whatever they want and you know be successful. But I am very scared that you know I won't be financially stable in the future or something like that, or um, or my parents not being proud of me like that. That is definitely a fear of mine. Um, well, what about you, dude? Um, I think one of my biggest regrets is. Or not my biggest regrets. My biggest fears is being filled with regret one day. I don't. I don't know what catastrophic event. An, could an be. old man filled with regret. <laughs> like, wouldn't that suck? Like, you know, you're just like chilling one day, and then all of a sudden you come back. You like you wake up. And you're like, oh shit, mm-hmm. I didn't do all this stuff. That suck a lot. <laughs> um, 
but I think that that would uh, that's definitely one of my biggest fears. Mm. Another big fear of mine is um, more or less on the same lines of yours um, about you know being alone, but mine is like being forgotten, mm-hmm. um, like just waking up and like nobody remembering you, um, like. You know, one time, me and you were playing Pokemon cards, and we were forgotten upstairs. Yeah. <laughs> uh, maybe that had, you know, traumatic uh, traces in our life. Yeah. But, <laughs> uh, that That's a big fear of mine. And uh, I'll throw a little fun one out there. Um, I hate Chucky. Yeah. <laughs> like, Chucky is the reason why whenever I walk into a dark room, I look on the floor first. Didn't your mom make you watch Chucky when you were, like, four years old or something like that? No, I watched The Exorcist when I was, like, four years old. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, I always just remember your mom having a penchant for really super scary movies. Yeah. And, like, I remember just being a total wimp. And I still kind of am about scary movies. Yeah, I've and cried so- in many movie theaters. <laughs> Yeah, let's go to a fun movie-going experience. Let's have our child cry in the movie theater. <laughs> so we have to walk out in embarrassment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so, I mean, those are those are my two main fears. Um, I, guess, I guess I don't really have a, like, mythological or animal fear. Okay. Uh, you know, a lot of people are scared of heights, scared of spiders, but I, I, don't, I don't think I'm necessarily scared of any of those. Yeah, um, I think all those can be overcome, like, with practice. My, I guess our, like, ours are kind of both, like, uh, what humanity could do to us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's, it's very, very much so societal fears. Uh, and uh, honestly, I, I don't, like, I, don't, I would say that both of those are, you know, not entirely irrational fears either. So, so good going up for us. Pat yeah. on the back. Uh, Chucky, though, a little bit irrational. <laughs> you know, like, Chucky, porcelain dolls, all those freak me out just a little bit. Okay, uh, now, now that you put that out, porcelain dolls, yeah, that's, like, like glassy that's a, eyes. A child stuck, child's soul stuck in there somewhere that's <laughs> waiting to kill me, I swear. Yeah, you know, I take it back, porcelain doll, big fear of mine. But okay, so anyways, maybe not societal. Yeah, us. exactly. <laughs> Alright, well how did society allow those things to exist? How did they trap the children's souls in those? That is true. Alright, right, moving on to our next question. Real quick, let me interrupt you. Our key word for our giveaway is Steve Harvey. Steve Harvey. Send us in the DMs. Just send us Steve Harvey. And if you want a second entry, just ask us uh, any sort of question that you would want advice on or want to know about us. Alright, so... Moving on to our next question. It's from another guy. Do you have a question, uh, a name for a guy? Steve Harvey. Steve Harvey. All right. Steve Harvey asks, how do I get my parents to recognize that I am an adult? I feel like, <laughs> how, do, how do I get my parents to recognize that I'm grown? I feel like they still treat me like a kid, especially when I come home to visit. They plan my days, expect me to do what they want to do all the time. I still get yelled at for stupid things every now and then, too. How can I get my parents to treat me like an adult? I mean, I think... 
I guess it's just how you carry yourself um, day to day. Like when you come home, are you still wanting your mom to do your laundry mm-hmm. and cook you meals and stuff like that? Is that like an expectation? Um, but I think at the end of the day, um, all parents are still going to see their children as children and there's no escaping it. Um, they always want to take care of you. They always want to, you know, at least my parents always want to have the gesture of like taking care of me, paying for things, taking me out to dinner. And I think that it, uh, it sucks. It feels like you're a kid, but I think you'll appreciate it in the long term. Yeah, I I would say that n- the same thing. No matter how old you are, your parents will always want to. Like, I could definitely see, like, 10, 20 years down the line, my mom wanting to clean wherever I'm, wherever I'm staying or still wanting to cook. Um, but that being said, if it's, you know, more micromanage kind of things like they're trying to determine certain things about you know where you're going in life at this point um i think you definitely need to talk to your parents um or i forgot what this guy's name was steve harvey steve harvey <laughs> How steve harvey um he needs to have a good old-fashioned uh i wouldn't say family feud but <laughs> <laughs> hey. Hey. I would, but you definitely need to have uh uh you know sit down with your your family with your parents and um definitely have a conversation about like you know i i'm an adult you know i i can definitely make uh certain decisions by myself i you know you you need to make sure that you're grounded though in a place of respect and love and understanding for that your parents they care about you and they want have your best interest yeah in mind. And you're, you're really setting the tone with this conversation mm-hmm. like if you come out like angry and frustrated they're gonna be like yeah this kid's still throwing a temper tantrum you know mm-hmm. but like if you come out grounded you know what you want you have some clarity on the situation i don't think it's too unreasonable to talk to your parents about this yeah um but you just need to make sure that uh you 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 come from a position of love and then you just have you just sit them down and be like okay i am i'm 40 years old i'm 50 years old (laughs) i'm balding yeah i'm balding uh you have grandchildren (laughs) whatever stage of life you're at um and, and just be like you know um because you don't you don't you don't want to lead this to an uh, lead to an argument or anything like that. They're they're your parents. Like you got to be able to treat them with with respect, um, and just let them know what you're thinking. Um, I think that if you do that, and uh, your your parents, you know, I'm sure they love you. They'll they'll understand. Um, yeah, and I think if you know you start taking your opportunities to take care of them, it speaks volumes mm-hmm. of the you know adults the grown person that you are yeah um like you know paying for a meal every once in a while even though they'll hate it i think Mm. it you know you know says a little bit um you know taking like doing the chores without them asking you in the house just little things here and there that show that hey i take care of myself i can also take care of you and uh they they might hate it when you pick up the tab or whatever it is but I think uh, I think most parents want to see that they're fruits of labor 
uh, came to a success, you know, get that return on investment. So, uh, <laughs> for sure, yeah. I, I think, I think uh, when you're at the point when you can really start taking care of your parents, you know, absolutely do so, so that they know that uh, you are where you are in life and that you really um, don't need their guiding hand anymore. Yeah, so um, you're an adult. How do you yeah. deal when... <laughs> Surprisingly. <laughs> I know, right? Uh, but how do you deal with your parents when they're, like, yelling at you? Like, what? what's your reaction nowadays? <laughs> I honestly don't think it's, like... So, like, now that I'm an adult and that they're yelling at me, I've realized that, um, you know... I have the option to ignore what they tell me to do. <laughs> yeah. Um, so if like my, my parents are telling me to do cer- a certain thing, I mean, obviously this is if they're like, oh, go wash the dishes. I'm not going to be like, no, fuck no, I'm an adult. I'm grown now. <laughs> Stop uh, your feet. Yeah, no. exactly. No, no, it's, it's not going to be like that. But if they're like, oh, I don't think you should go out tonight, then I'm going to be like, uh, like, I'm, I'm old now, like, I can take care of myself, like, I know how to be responsible and carry myself responsibly. Even if they still protest, um, I think that they, they also understand that I'm an adult too, um, mm-hmm. and that in this situation, I get the final say on that. Um, so, you know... Just if you're if you're gonna um, just act like an adult and uh, know that you can make your own decisions. Um, what about you? Um, I think that I just kind of take it. I listen. I'll say what I think. But I mean, my parents are generally stubborn. Mm-hmm. So like, I mean, like when it comes to like going out and stuff like that, they don't really like. They never really made a big deal of it. That was never an issue. But, like, if it's over trivial things, I'll listen, and I won't start a fight over it just because I think that shows signs of immaturity and that Mm. causes unnecessary aging for my parents as well. (laughs) Uh, Their their health is more of a concern. So I'll I'll voice my opinions, but I won't go any further than that usually unless it is very wrong. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So we're moving on to our last question of the day. Um, it's coming from a female. Would you like to give her a name? Uh, Krista. Krista. <laughs> she says, how do you feel about guys sliding into your DMs? There have been some dudes that I haven't matched with on dating apps, but they ha- have found me through these apps and messaged me on social media. Just for your information, my Instagram is linked to my dating accounts. I feel like these guys are creepers, but maybe I should be more open-minded. What do you think? And um, our listener, question asker, did send us a screenshot of a message that they sent. And it just says, hey, nerd, how are you? (laughs) Interesting. Um probably not the opening line that i would ever go with but it's anyways, not that strong regardless <laughs> yeah. of how anyway, you find i would have person. gone with hey dweeb uh what's <laughs> hey four eyes <laughs> but anyways i think that okay her main it seems like one of the issues here is that guys are messaging her 
uh, in through Instagram, but finding her through dating apps. But mm-hmm. she put her handle in her um, dating apps. So, I mean, it's to be expected that the guy, if he's like, unless you don't want uh, a guy to click on your Instagram or whatever, then don't put your handle on there. Um, so, if it's there, expect it to be clicked on. And I mean, you can, if you're having it there and it's on a dating app, a guy to a guy that reads like, oh, well then, like, she's single, then if she doesn't reply to me on Tinder, then maybe this will be a quicker route to get a message. So yeah. I think that it's perfectly acceptable. Obviously, if this guy is like harassing you, sending you like, like more than one message without a reply, then yeah, that's obviously an issue and obviously a bad on his part. But if he sends one message asking you what's up, I don't think that's necessarily a big deal. Yeah, I don't think it's grounds to you know get angry with somebody either, mm-hmm. um, because I think you know. For me personally, I don't look at my dating apps every day as well. Mm. Um, so I think that if I was messaged by somebody that found my Instagram through my profile, I'd be like, I I would personally think like, oh well, they're just trying to contact me, even though we haven't matched. Um, maybe they, you know, really want Duke. So yeah, exactly. <laughs> they want the Duke. <laughs> So, I I don't think that um, it's necessarily a problem. Um, I personally don't have any of my stuff linked because I think that with, you know, my, what dating apps give you six pictures, six plus pictures, of those six pictures that I choose, those are the representation of me. I don't think that I'd want anybody else to see any more than me, more of me. Mm-hmm. unless i started to get to know them yeah yeah i mean i personally link my my instagram account to my dating accounts uh i think that it helps a person see that you are real and not a serial killer okay um i i totally agree that six pictures should be enough but i guess like uh, i've experienced like a number of people being you know it's their first time on a dating app and they're very paranoid to meet up with someone um, and I mean, their fears are, are perfectly justified, but I think having that Instagram, uh, linked, it definitely authenticates you, um, and, and proves that, you know, you're not going to try and kidnap them or something like that. Okay. Unless, you know, your, your, uh, your pictures are, uh, <laughs> I, I don't want to say this dude's handle, but creepy ass pediatrician. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Wait, has he messaged you? He has not messaged no. me. <laughs> okay. So, okay, let's get back to Chris's question. Are these guys creepers? Are they creepers? I would say that, uh, go, like, actually going out of your way to look up your handle, um, it, it by, by technical terms, has increased your creep level. But your creepability. Does, yeah, your creepability. <laughs> Yeah, your your creepability XP has 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 increased ever so slightly, but I don't think you're necessarily a creeper. Um, I don't think I mean, so either. I think that if anything, he is putting minimal effort into ensuring that he gets to contact you. Mm. Whether or not you accept that is entirely up to you. Um, but 
I don't think that that's necessarily creeping because all the information is right there. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, I guess my my last thoughts is like it it seems it's a pretty normal thing. Um, I don't think I've personally ever done this, but I mean, if you're gonna keep your Instagram account on there, then expect to be messaged. Obviously, it's unacceptable for a dude to be like constantly contacting you um, and just block him as necessary. Um, and I don't think that this person or these people are being creepers um, unless they did what I just said earlier. Yeah, and I would like to add one more point of clarification. Um, I think there's a big difference between a girl in her profile, like in her bio, saying my Instagram handle is such and such versus just the Instagram account linked. Oh, to... yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. I Like, if the person puts instagram handle in the bio like he took the time to type it out i think that's more of a you should hit me up here because yeah i see it more often if it's just you know linkedin it just shows your extra pictures then that's a little bit more not to the point to creeper i should be totally turned off mm-hmm. but you know yeah i i don't think yeah the second scenario not necessarily a deal breaker, but it is showing an increase in creepability versus yes. the uh, the the former. But regardless, if that's that guy's opening line, then he's weak sauce anyway. <laughs> exactly. You can do better. We don't you even need do to better. be talking about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess he was like, hmm, if I call her a nerd, I guess that's a little bit more creative if I said she was cute, so maybe I'll get a reply. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Alrighty. Well, that's all the time that we have for today. Again, we apologize for the long break. Um, we were busy with festivities and everything, so uh, we'll try not to let it happen again. Our keyword is Steve Harvey. Also, make sure that you ask us questions um, because that gives you the entry into our giveaway. Um, you can ask us questions at askgoodanswer at gmail.com or hit us up on the DMs. Slide into our DMs. Mm-hmm. It's not creepy, we promise. At <laughs> <laughs> uh, askgoodanswer on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all that good stuff. Uh, outside of that, uh, I think we're done. So just uh, hit us up. Stay tuned for the giveaway. And we'll see you next week. All right. See you guys.